Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm afraid it's just me today. There's been a few glitches and we haven't got an official chapter for you this week. I'm very sorry. What we have got, though, is a selection of some of the best bits that weren't included in the last 25 chapters in Flat 29's Big Book of Everything. This is Solid Silver B-List Material. Before we get started, though, just to quickly update you on the Christmas schedules, we are going to be back with you on December the 10th, 2010 with our next official chapter chapter 26 spies and then we'll be coming back a mere 10 days later on december the 20th for our christmas extravaganza which we haven't entirely planned yet but should be good fun so bear all that exciting new material to come in mind as you sit back and listen to some of the best bits that weren't included in podcasts we did ages ago enjoy removed from chapter 24 agriculture how do you feel about animal husbandry i love it i encourage it i think (laughs) it's great that same-sex cows are (laughs) well like you rich i assume that's what it meant as well that's a brilliant start rich do you know what animal husbandry is i really (laughs) don't know (laughs) but to be honest I used to play Civilization 2 uh, when I was very young and um, it would come up, it gives you all the like major developments of, uh, of a civilization and one of them is animal husbandry and I just assumed that's what it was, people marrying horses but then of course you grow up and realise that actually it's just the word for breeding and raising livestock so there we go but you know. So ask me the question again. all right so rich how do you feel about animal husbandry i feel great about animal husbandry (laughs) well that's good to know because it's been a good defining uh influence in any civilization's development being able to breed things is always really good and that is the textbook definition i think that it's good you know to grow some cows you don't grow them okay from a seed i thought um no i think it's good like to breed livestock but i think you know when people breed weird dogs together to make them look strange then that's wrong (laughs) that's animal husbandry gone bad (laughs) that's where you draw the line it's like the sausage dog it's got yeah. bad back problems. It has, and you're we right. We did that. We did that. I didn't do it. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> We've got blood on our hands. We've got the bad <laughs> backs of dogs on our hands. Well, I'm really sorry about that, dogs. Uh, and you're absolutely <laughs> right, Rich. It does go insane. But what kind of animals would you like to breed and raise? Uh, what, what would you like to have a little farm of? Um, I'm going to create a ge- genetic mutation of uh, octopus and monkey. Okay, octomonkey. Yeah, octomonkey. Or monkey puss. Or a monkey puss. Is it going to live on land? It's, it's going to be amphibious. It's going to be able to spend long times underwater, but on, on the main part, it's a, it's a land-dwelling mammal. Okay. Oh, right. I see. So it's like a hovercraft. What? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like Hovercraft at all. It's basically like a monkey with lots of arms that can squeeze into really tight spaces. That's quality. So it swims along and then it jumps out onto a tree and starts yeah. going on the branches. That's amazing. It's, it's an all-terrain creature. It is like a Hovercraft. <laughs> I think um, it is a little bit like a Hovercraft. 
<laughs> no. We just need to acknowledge that so you can get out of the system. <laughs> Thank, thanks, man. Thanks for giving me that one. <laughs> I think um, this sort of creature would be an ideal candidate for Mowgli on my farm to teach to do some farming work. Well, because, I mean, but I mean, they'd have to modify the song so you couldn't sing like I'm the King of the Swingers. It would be kind of like I'm the King of the Swingers and everything that's underwater as well, which <laughs> yeah. it doesn't fit doesn't so well into the, uh, yeah. into the meter of the song. Doesn't scan, does it? Would they still want to be a man, though? No, I think they've probably got an advantage there somewhere. You can't really psychoanalyse these things without meeting them, can you? So it's difficult to say (laughs) at this stage. Difficult to say. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm glad we've got that conclusion. (laughs) How about Herd of Slugs? Well, you'd have to make sure you did that um, somewhere safely away from the sea. Yeah, true. Because if they just slimed off into the sea, they'd all melt, wouldn't they? (laughs) They would. And away from any salt at all, isn't it? That's one of the main things. If you had a slug farm next to a salt farm, it'd be a massacre. It would be like putting a slug into a bag of salt and shake. Oh. Fine fine until they open the blue sachet. (laughs) And then it would be... It's like a ticking time bomb. (laughs) I'm just imagining that as like part of the snack. Um, walkers will put in like a, a slug free in every slug. packet <laughs> free slug and you can either free the slug and keep it as a pet yeah. or massacre it and <laughs> sort of make that part of the snack like a juicy God. crisp it's like a moral dilemma isn't it it's only when faced with such a um, dilemma that you really know how to act upon it <laughs> yeah yeah you can't really prepare these things in advance in the heat of the moment you've got to make a decision there's slugs on the line here it's been two weeks since I last saw you I wanna know where I stand I think I'm falling in love with you Baby, can I be your podcast man? This clip was hastily ditched from Chapter 16, Parties. Now, catering for your party is an important thing to consider. What kind of food are you going to have at your party? I've got an example here from our party tips article, which says, here's an idea. Why not, on your invitations, ask all the guests to bring a dish that resembles their personality? What do you think about that? Charlie would bring some humble pie. Charlie would bring humble pie. The hell I would. (laughs) (laughs) I think, Dan, you should bring Twiglet because you're uh, slim kind of slim and tall and a lot of people think I'm disgusting yeah some people love you some people hate you (laughs) maybe not just twiglets though because that's not much effort you could like bake a twiglet pie um, <laughs> Four and twenty twiglets baked in a pie. Or like a twiglet salad. Yeah, maybe I could make like a twiglet curry. Oh, that'd be nice, because twiglets, um, I've never eaten a twiglet. So really? that conversation there. What? Aren't they You've quite never spicy? eaten a twiglet? You no, lie. because they're like twigs. Hang on. No, I've never had a twiglet. Why? Have your paths just not crossed? Because <laughs> they don't look like food, do they, really? Well, but they're delicious. Just as much as any, you know, savoury snack does. Look, don't gang up on me because I haven't had a twiglet. Have you eaten, like, have you eaten a little pretzel? Not the big doughy kind. Oh, I've had a little things. pretzel. I'm not a fan of, fan of the pretzel. What's your savoury snack of choice, then? Some it like pie, little pork pies. Little pork pies. 
Oh, goodness. See, that's that's a bit much. That's not, no, that's, yeah, that's not it's the same too as like, much, something exactly. that comes in a bowl and you can kind of take one or what two. What I like at a I'm party I'm talking is, casual eating. Look, I, what I like at the party <laughs> is something on a stick, basically. Well, what about the uh, the cake? The cake is obviously a central tenet of the party. Any party, I think, should have a cake. Um, regular listeners should know about Rich's classic nonsense saying, you can't fake a cake on the make. <laughs> if, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to us before then that will make no sense and there is no way to explain it i'm afraid so (laughs) we'll we'll press on but have you heard about rich a website called www.fakethecake.com i have not dan i've never been there what's it all about well let me explain it's for people who are having a wedding uh but they don't have enough money to buy a massive lavish wedding cake and so this is Ah. what they do Ahem. Why spend over a thousand dollars on a wedding cake when you can fake the cake? Our cakes are made of a foam base and frosted with display icing. And so basically, it's a fake cake, and then it's taken out the back to cut, but actually, they just cut up a cheap cake and give that out. That's a great many savings here. So, isn't what, it? what do you think about that then, Rich? Do you think that's a conclusive proof that you can fake a cake on the make? Well done. The definition of on the make is um, someone who's bent upon making great profits greedy of gain. Okay. So can you fake a cake that's bent upon making great profits (laughs) greedy of gain? Well, this is where we get into the whole difficult area that the saying doesn't actually make any sense. (laughs) That's the main stumbling block, isn't it? Because the saying isn't you can't fake a cake. Okay, you you can fake a cake. There's but a on website the make, about it. That's a different story. <laughs> well, the saying is still valid then. Yeah. Well, some cakes out there are just, you know, very materialistic. <laughs> <laughs> They're in it for the money. was cautiously extracted from chapter 20 women let's talk about living with women we've all done it in fact you at home are probably living with a woman right now whether it be your girlfriend mum or female cat that counts and i think right off the bat we should address a common issue in this situation and that is bathroom access how do you deal with that when you're living with women just always get in there first yeah and lock the door Lock the door. Yeah. And never come out again. <laughs> yeah, just hide in there. Sleep in there. I won't come out until you refuse to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, what issues do you guys find you have with living with women? Air in the plug hole. Ooh, <laughs> that's yes, also I've a manly that. issue, though, isn't it? Depends what sort of man you're with. A hairy mm. man. Yeah, that can happen. Well, the best way to avoid that, surely, is to date a robot. <laughs> I mean, we keep coming back to it. It sounded crazy at first, but, you know, I think we're justifying it. <laughs> I'm warming to the idea. Yeah. What about the toilet seat? You've got to leave the, leave the toilet seat down. Oh, yeah. And equally, you have to put it up when you're doing your business. Yeah, you do. It's, a, it's do an absolute you? minefield, isn't it? It depends, though. I mean, if you're kind of drunk, having to sit down is quite nice. Yeah, a sit-down <laughs> wee is a luxury, isn't Sometimes- it? <laughs> Sometimes just treat yourself to a sit-down wee. I'm not afraid to say I got into a phase once where a sit-down <laughs> wee was 
pretty much every time. <laughs> really? It was just lazy times. Only at home, though. Well, another related bathroom issue is the, the sheer volume of girly products in a typical lady bathroom. Oh, Do you have God, lots of products? so many in my bathroom. That's good, though. It is good. I'm not saying it is a complaint. I love to get a really nice uh, shampoo or conditioner. Apricot facial scrub, yeah. Yeah, avocado body wash. Lovely. Basically, it's rather than the enjoyment of actually using the product, which Dan seems more enthused about, <laughs> it's about saving money and not having to get your own stuff. It basically. is, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's a bit of both. Dan's like, this stuff, it just makes my skin so soft. <laughs> you should feel my skin. It's amazing. I bet he's got the best skin out of all of us. <laughs> Let's have a little competition sometime. <laughs> skin petition. A skin petition? <laughs> what's, the, what's the petition on? Skin. I don't know. Outlaw skin. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of skin. You just like you like imperial leather, anything. I d- imperial leather is that a particularly girly one? No, that's quite a manly, manly one. I yeah, said. I thought it was. That's yeah. the manliest soap there is. Oh no 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 no! Coal tar soap is the manliest soap. Coal tar? Are you talking <laughs> just like a lump of coal? It's like it. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's like a yellow soap. You see, it? it's got like a really distinctive smell. So, what's the manliest and the womanliest ways to wash yourself? Womanliest is having a what do you call it? One of those little scrubber things. Yeah, what's it called? It begins with P. There's a little string loop on it. I know it's... exactly the thing you ah. mean. Yeah. I didn't actually know they had a name. I thought they, they were just there. They've got a name. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll think about the name. Okay. But we can't carry on until we found out. <laughs> okay, all right. Then. I'm just trying to search for it now on Google. And I'll I, do that I've... and I'll have the other half of my 12 And bar. guess what I'm going for? What? Woman washing accessory. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, but I'm going to try it anyway. I'm always very optimistic with my Google searches. Well, if you know what they're called, maybe you'll be able to let us know before yeah. Rich finds out. And now all I can think of is poncho. It's definitely not a poncho. Basically, I'm so annoyed I just can't <laughs> carry on. <laughs> all right, well, there we go. <laughs> that's the end of that bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for another Flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit Damn girl, you're looking flat 20 fine But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're in the bath, dropping flat 20 rhymes Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes Regular listeners will know that we do a section called Flat 20 Rhymes For which we do a brand new song every chapter about the topic Obviously this chapter we haven't got one But in absence of a song What I thought we'd do Is stick on a extra song From our recently released CD The collector's edition Of the Sherlock Holmes musical That featured on the podcast a few weeks ago On that CD you get loads of extra bits uh, Deleted scenes, director's commentary Videos, all that kind of stuff And live recordings of all Of the tracks from the musical itself This now is one of those tracks. This is Flat 29 performing Stop Eating Nando's. Hi, we're Flat 29, and you're about to listen to Stop Eating Nando's, taken from the musical The Time Travelling Musical Adventures of Sherlock Holmes The Musical. Professor Winston, stop eating Nando's. This is your fourth visit today. 
you're eating far too much peri-peri You cannot carry on this way Peri-peri sauce, it's a favourite sauce Professor Winston, that spicy chicken It's full of robot calories I've come to warn you, Professor Winston You're going to catch Nando's disease Peri Peri sauce, it's his favourite sauce Professor Winston, systems are failing You're starting to look rather queer Come here and lie Come down, and lie rest, down. Your rest your metal head All things are far worse than I fear Professor Winston, still I blame it on the sauce That damn peri-peri sauce There we go, that was Stop Eating Nando's from the time-travelling musical adventures of Sherlock Holmes' The Musical. If you'd like to hear the whole set of live recordings and loads and loads of other stuff, then get on down to flat29.com, click on CD Downloads, and you will see the link to the CD there. Can I have a gigabyte of your sandwich? I've loaded to my stomach, if you please. The following clip was chiselled out of Chapter 8 DIY. So we're deep into the recession. Now, everyone needs some tips for making things themselves or fixing things themselves instead of buying them. So have you guys got any tips that the listeners might be able to use to make some of their own things so they don't have to go out and buy them? What about if you can't afford an iPod, why not just make like uh, one of those sort of primitive telephone systems using two yogurt pots connected with string and then just have one end yourself and give the other end to your favourite band? <laughs> that could be good. I'd enjoy that. What about, you know, you hark back to the the really crap crafts people always tried to make you do when you were a child. So, you know, you get a pine cone and stick some sort of bugly eyes on it. So yeah. what's that then? I don't what's know. It, do- it sounds like a doorstop. Um. It's one of those things where if you start if you start asking what those kind of things are for, then you destroy the whole arts and crafts industry. So let's not go down that road. What about if you need a pet? So if you if you've got a pet that maybe needs replacing because of death or disappearance, or you're just sick of the sight of it, there's a lot of animals that you can actually find for completely free, just wandering around in the world, not belonging to anyone. So basically if you can catch them then you can have them so great pets include squirrels urban foxes pigeons rocks gravel and mud and again for the last three you can probably attach some goggly eyes on there as well just to make them even better <laughs> yeah so I mean they'd be a lot easier to manage than real pets wouldn't they because they can come and go as they please or you can just imprison them so they can't go okay it's a recession time and you've lost all your yeah. money and you have to live outside yeah um so you're missing your laptop so you could just build a laptop out of some twigs yeah just the shape of a laptop it doesn't do anything but it's just and then make like a primitive uh, browser on the back of a piece of bark yeah maybe like you could find an old newspaper and just put that as the screen 
so it doesn't yeah. change. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check the Guardian. Oh, look at that news from five months ago. Oh. You don't need to be with the times if you live outdoors, really. Do and then you? you can you can take like the back of a you can you can take like the boxes for different sort of supermarket products, and they can be pop ups that appear on the screen. Like, <laughs> oh God, look a little pop up for some you know some crisps. Oh, I'll close that one down. There we go. Oh, crisps. Remember them. Nice. <laughs> Remember when I could afford crisps? Good now times. I just eat rhubarb and mint. It's <laughs> fucking tired. <laughs> this clip was callously dumped from Chapter 23, The Orchestra. So the orchestral pit is the bit at the front of the stage where all the musicians sit, but for many productions it goes unused. How do you think we could fill up the orchestra pit when it's not being used? Flumps. <laughs> nice. I'd love to sit in a tank of flumps. A pit of flumps. If, if, say, you were having to sit through the local scout troops gang show... And you're flagging in the middle, you can crowd surf down to the pit and you have a <laughs> like a marshmallowy landing and then you can just eat some flumps. And then crowd surf all the way back again. <laughs> it's quite hard. <laughs> it's hard to crowd surf up uh, a tiered hall, isn't it? Crowd surfing down is fine. Well, that's like falling. Well, when you get to the bottom, because you can't get back up, you just have to join the orchestra. Just pick up an instrument and join in. Yeah, but there isn't an orchestra. There isn't an orchestra. Oh, yeah. All right, pick up a flump and join in. What about filling it with water, making it an aquarium? That could be good. That'd be just nice, nice to look at, wouldn't it? It'd be relaxing. Can we have boats on it as well? Yeah. <laughs> Tiny boats with squirrels in. And working cannons, so they can have a sea battle. <laughs> working and there's cannons. a kind of squirrel sea battle <laughs> with the red squirrels versus the grey squirrels. It's for like, if you take your kid to see Macbeth and they're getting quite bored, they can watch the squirrel <laughs> battle underneath down in the pit. <laughs> it's just an extra level of performance. <laughs> to be fair, I go just to see the sea battle. That sounds yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like sitting next to a stranger, like, oh, what have you come to see? Squirrel battle. <laughs> I bet they've done a great adaptation of the squirrel battle. Is, is there some sort of reserves of like flying squirrels that sort of parachute in? <laughs> yeah, the paratroopers. Yeah, like the interval suddenly all these other squirrels dive down and sort of float down. People would kind of, to try and seem more intelligent, they'd be like, oh no, I'm going to see Macbeth. But secretly they'd just watch the squirrel battle. <laughs> we could have like, in like a theatrical performance of Peter Pan or Hook, yeah. Uh, they walk the plank over the pit and there's actually shark-infested waters in the pit. Ah, okay. So incorporate it into the performance a bit more. So you watch someone actually die. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. So, How are they going to do, like, a 40-date tour with that, then? <laughs> Just use the space of actors. <laughs> Lots of understudies. What about if uh, we filled it with lions? to help get the audience out faster at the end. <laughs> okay, so they're in there just getting furious during the performance because of all well, yeah, the loud it, noises. It, yeah, you get something really bassy and it just really pisses the lions <laughs> off and you go, right, everybody out and just open the doors. <laughs> Unleash the lions! I think there's a vacancy on our site for a lion... Lion uh, tamer. Tormentor. Not a tamer, <laughs> tormentor. Okay. Get like, you're shit, lions! <laughs> just really undermine them. Lower their self-esteem a little. <laughs> lions need to be taken down a peg or two. They do, they think they're all that. Don't they, they think they're king of the jungle. Uh. <laughs> Come on, that deserved a better reception <laughs> than that. Well, it's only because you beat me to it, I was about to make the same joke. <laughs> 
Do you reckon you could fill it with spikes and acid and sharks and bombs? Yeah, like it could be like Mortal Kombat where you fight on the platform, <laughs> then you do the uppercut at the end and they fall on the spike. And acid and sharks and bombs. <laughs> and acid and sharks, yeah. So, you, I mean, is that actually going to, the idea is you make your way to the stage, you start off fighting in like the stools, and then you make your way to the orchestra pit, and then you end up on the stage when you win each round. Yeah, and every in every row there's another boss. <laughs> that would take ages. <laughs> yeah, like row H is the big boss. Oh shit. Great. It'd be really annoying if one week you went and it was flemps and then the next week you crowd surf down and it's sharks, bombs and spikes. Shit. <laughs> really misjudged that one. Champs and champs, champs and champs. It's time to figure out who is a champ or a chump. Champ. This retro edition of Champs and Chumps was excluded from chapter 19, Men. Champs and Chumps is the section where we do a quiz to find out who's this week's champ and who is going to be this week's chump. This week, Rich has done us a quiz for me and Charlie on manly items. Okay, so this quiz is to test on how manly you are. Okay. I'm going to test your man knowledge to the maximum. Oh my goodness. But I haven't read nuts this week. Wow. Maybe you should have, Charlie. Yeah, revision notes. Maybe you should have done some more leering to prepare. (laughs) Damn it. Next time. It I'll just leer forever. From now on, I'll it just may have I'll leer. <laughs> One constant leer. Okay. Well, so it'll be like I King think... Lear. That's what they call Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, King Lear. Wait. That's what that plays. <laughs> it's all about perverts. <laughs> Bloody Shakespeare. <laughs> what a dirty boy. Okay, let's start with Charlie then. Okay. Charlie, who is sexier? Kimberly Walsh from Girls Aloud or Jessica Simpson, the American singer, come actress. Come actress. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's unnecessary. Oh, come on. That was lowest common denominator. Look. <laughs> All right. Well, look. Is this, is this in my opinion or is this FHM Top 100 or how are we doing this? I'm not telling you whose opinion it is, Charlie. All <laughs> right. That'd be You've too easy. You've just got to say he's sexier. Is she the Geordie one? I always forget who she is, but... (laughs) (laughs) So you're asking us questions about people who don't even know who they are? No, I know who she is, but oh, she's a Northern Irish she's one, isn't very she? Very generic. Um, she's a generic, <laughs> sexy woman. Which bring... generic, sexy woman is more sexy? Do you want me to describe her? No, I know what she looks like. Do you want me to describe her? No. She's, wo- she's a woman. No. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, go okay. on. I like it. I like the no, description I now. <laughs> she's got like quite long hair. Yeah. Um, on her face. <laughs> oh, she makeup. sounds hot. She is, yeah. That is sexy. No, say, sorry. So what's your final answer, Charlie? The one from Girls Aloud. You're right, Charlie. Kimberly Walsh is the sexiest, according to a Nets magazine poll. The authority. Where Jessica, <laughs> where Jessica Simpson was the second sexiest. Ooh, close Followed cool. by ever women. But I haven't got that information by to hand. a whole host of women. <laughs> okay, what's the next question? Okay, so one nil, Charlie. Dan. Yeah. Which manuf... Dan. Hello. <laughs> Hello, you alright? You alright? Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> Which manufacturer does Fernando Alonso drive for in Formula One? Oh my goodness, I don't know any of the manufacturers. So are we talking about car manufacturers? think of makes of cars, because sure. they are cars, what they drive. Okay. Um, That's my top tip. I'm going to go with the main one that I've heard of, Ferrari. 
Correct. Yes. You got it right. <laughs> Hooray. Pure skill. One all. Nice one. Man Good all. skills. Man all. Okay. Okay, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Who is the newly appointed manager of Liverpool Football Club? <sighs> I can't remember his first name, but I think... Is it Hodgson? Oh, that is good. I can't remember his first name, but I think it's someone Hodgson. Surely not a point for just a fact. I haven't decided just whether I could give it to him, because it is Surely Hodgson. Not. Oh, come on, that's a point. Actually, I'll give you a clue, right? He's got a very um, typically footballing first name. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> what? Oh, God. What's no, a typically a footballing clue. first name? There's a cartoon about football, and the footballer's name is the same first name as this guy. Oh, I think I know. Is it Roy? It is Roy. Yes. Roy Hodgson. Do I get a point? No. Um, no. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I haven't decided what's going to happen. <laughs> well, well, decide. You're the quiz master. I'll tell you what. I'll give. I'll give you a half a point, Charlie. Point five points. Zero on one point five. Go on then. What's mine? I'm going to pull ahead. Dan, <clears throat> according to the makers of Guinness, hmm. how long should it take to pour the perfect oh, pint? Come on, that's and that's shit. in seconds. Oh really? Oh damn! I was going to say about eight minutes. <laughs> that's not right, though, is it? <laughs> So I'll round it up to the nearest second. What? So I need to get this to the nearest second? Yeah. And it's a, it's obviously a point something. That's tough, man. I don't know. Uh, 60. 60 seconds? No. 100 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to take your first answer, okay. which was incorrect. What was it then? It's 119.53. Oh, right. No way. Which, when you round it up, is 120 seconds. That's stupid. Which is two minutes. I hate the fact that they've measured it to the exact 0.5 of a second. Yeah, but... These guys are dicks. Charlie, which type of curry is the most popularly ordered in British restaurants? Is it the Vindaloo, the Tikka Masala, or the Korma? Multiple choice. Well, the most popular dish in Britain is the Chicken Tikka Masala because it's not technically Indian, it's Scottish. So it's probably that. Correct. Oh, I knew that one. Okay, Dan. Mmm. What does MDF stand for? Is it medium density fibre board? Yeah. Maximum density fibre oh. board or most dangerous fibre board? <laughs> <laughs> what is the most dangerous fibre board? Probably one with nails coming out of it. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm guessing between medium or maximum. I'm going to go medium because it's not maximum density. It's not going to, you know, kill someone. Correct. Yeah. It's medium density fibre board. You've passed the man test. Is that the end? That is the end. So what was the score? I can't remember the score. Oh, I win with two and a half points. Get in. Do you, oh, though? Yeah. He does win by half a point. Oh, I hope you feel good about that, because I... <laughs> I actually do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie still wins. Go Cancel me. the quiz. Go Go Cancel, Cancel the, the quiz. quiz. Charlie's a champ. Rich is a chump. And now we know exactly who is a chump. Rich. The next clip was cruelly rejected from Chapter 14, Love. Now, uh, obviously, as we've mentioned before, uh, in the UK, we are due a general election in a few months. And the Conservative Party have made plans to incentivise marriage, uh, giving couples a £150 annual tax break. So if they get in, which is looking depressingly likely, uh, 
you'll be getting, if you're married, about £150 a year, which is about £2.88 a week, which is enough for a pint of beer, 28 packets of Space Invader crisps, or 288 blackjacks. In your face, guys. <laughs> I know, gutted. You're going to be I'm raking gonna be it well in. in. <laughs> you are, aren't well you? In. What would you buy, do you think? £2.88 a week? £2.88. I mean, you know, you could go f- semi-wild in the pick and mix. <laughs> yeah, you could go moderately wild. <laughs> yeah. Any other ideas? £2.88 a week? I'd probably, in the end, spend mine all on useless iPhone apps because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> that, is, that is what I spend my money on these days. Uh, you're oh, that jam. looks really useful. Oh, I'm never going to use it. Oh. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> Can't help it, though. I was going to say, um, had you not mentioned it in your opening preamble, uh, I would have said that you should just spend it all on Space Raiders because they hold their value amazingly well. They do, you know, don't res- they? They are recession-proof. If you bought... Recession-proof. You know, <laughs> if, if you bought Space Raiders, you continue to sell them for 10p regardless of, you know, what the current market value is of, you know, or currency value is. It's true. It's like everyone went out and ploughed their money into gold, didn't they? Because they thought that was the stable kind of thing. But no, Space Raiders. You know they're never going to fall in value, don't you? What is it about Space Raiders? I don't know. They're just bloody lash <laughs> they're not that great no they, that's really, the thing they're honest. not even very nice they're pretty shit but so i might you'd never buy one packet on its own would you no, you'd there's no have point. about three or something and there is more. literally no point i'm just thinking out aloud here what about if we got some space invaders and we blended them up so right. they're like bread crummy type thing so they're in their element pure, so, pure. uncut Space Raider. <laughs> and then then what you could do is you could sprinkle them on top of some cheese on toast. Oh. Or put them on top of a macaroni cheese or something as a sort of like a bread creamy type texture, but with that onion y twist. Bread's actually cheaper. I don't I don't see the point. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. <laughs> I love it because it's the sort of thing which you could do and then people would eat it and go, Oh, that was really nice, and then you can say, Yeah, secret uh. ingredient, space raiders. <laughs> 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 That'd be really good. That'd just, yeah. They'd I tell you that. what, in the week, let's do that. Between this chapter and next chapter, we've each got to try either a macaroni cheese or a cheese on toast with Space Invader sprinklings. You up for that? Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, and do we'll it. do a review of them in the next chapter. I bet you can't wait. I can't, I actually can't wait. <laughs> Apple juice from concentrate. We used to be best mates. Apple juice from concentrate. You haven't caught in we. And we This clip was sent off like in football from chapter 18 football England haven't won the World Cup since 1966, but it's still mentioned at every possible opportunity. And pretty much every vaguely good footballer nation has won it by then by beating us. It's becoming a little bit embarrassing. I think we need to think of some other historical events that we can brag about on the world stage. We invented the railway. Yes. So what would be a what would be a brag that you'd say in the terms of a football chant about well, the railway? <laughs> it's like we have the most expensive and least efficient transport system in Europe, but we came <laughs> up with it first. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. So, I mean, people always go on about how we invented football as well, but they forget that we also invented carbonated water. I think we could brag Hell about that. Oh yeah. Fizzy water, shove it up your ass. <laughs> or 
more like fizzy water making you gassy so you can't run fast. <laughs> these are spur of the moment chants, aren't they? Rich? You yeah, yeah, these yeah I've thought about these. <laughs> okay, Rich, I'm going to throw some more English inventions at you and you've got to make up a chant for okay. them. Okay. okay. We also invented the cat's eye road reflector. Cat's eye, cat's eye, shove it up your ass. <laughs> See, I, I have a feeling that every single one of the jingles is going to end in shoving up your ass. Okay, well, we also invented latex. So what kind of latex-based chance do you think we could do? We invented latex so that you could have sex. That's the first half. <laughs> it needs to be more aggressive. And you haven't exploited that to the advantages of your team. <laughs> it's a bit wordy, Charlie. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Well, another famous British invention, the sandwich. That's something to brag about, surely. We invented sandwiches, poison sandwiches. I'll <laughs> give you one of my poison sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know if you're meant to confess that they're poisoned in the song. Cheese and ham. Something <laughs> right. Well, we actually genuinely have the most comprehensive and invasive CCTV system in the whole world. We have 1% of the world's population and 20% of the world's CCTV cameras. That's something to brag about, surely. That's good, yeah. Do you think you can get the phrase Orwellian Nightmare into a terrorist chant? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think um, that would be the name of our football team, the, the England Orwellian, Orwellian Nightmares. Nightmares. That'd be good. Our, our, yeah, well, our mascot could be what? Just like a giant CCTV camera. <laughs> you know what it should be? It should be... Um, Oh, crap. What's the thing from Lord of the Rings that's just a big eye? Sauron. Sauron, yeah. It should be yeah. Sauron, that. Sharon. That would be it. Sharon, <laughs> yeah. Sharon from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Any more things that we can brag about? We could brag about gravity. <laughs> what, we invented gravity? We didn't invent it, but we... But we've got it. <laughs> yeah, but Newton discovered it, didn't he? Okay, that's good. So, yeah. Yeah, like... Ah... Uh, Playing football in space is not that great. <laughs> Isaac Newton discovered gravity. <laughs> Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton. <laughs> Stick it up your Newton. <laughs> Well, there we go. That's that done. Hope you enjoyed it. If you would class yourself as an extra material fan, then make sure you check out flatsoonsandnine.com slash podcast, then click on chapters and you'll see all the extras available for all the different chapters. We usually put up things like extra audio clips, videos web links that kind of thing relating to the episode so have a look on there too we will see you next on december the 10th 2010 for the next official chapter chapter 26 on spies we'll see you then bye We should uh, make our own um, sci-fi program that's yeah. better than Lost. Okay, what's it going to be about? Um, we're trapped on an island. Yeah, we could use that. <laughs> Tra- we're trapped yeah. on an island, but it's full of ice cream. <laughs> and we have to eat our way out. Um. It's like a Neapolitan ice cream. So one section of chocolate, you've got 
vanilla and strawberry. Uh, right, so I'll take the vanilla. Rich, you can go for strawberry. T- Charlie, you take chocolate and we'll try and escape this bloody island. The quality of chocolate and Neapolitan ice cream is generally up. It is. Well, I'm sorry, Charlie, you've got to eat a hell of a lot of it. That is a good talking point, Charlie. Well, the quality of chocolate, chocolate in Neapolitan ice cream is very, very poor. Do you think we should lodge some kind of official complaint? I think I we should send to. a slap in the face to the CEO of Neapolitan. <laughs> I don't think there is a CEO. I think it's Neapolitan. <laughs> Neapolitan. <laughs> what should yeah. I call this crazy ice cream mixture? <laughs> Come on, Neil. <laughs> All right, well, we should send a letter to Neil complaining about the quality of chocolate. Yeah, definitely.